Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Episode 593, March 9th, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, March, fuck. Quarter of the year, quarter of the year's gone. Daylight savings time happened all last night. If you still do that stuff. Of course we do. Well, no, I mean, parts of Canada don't. I meant as Americans, we do everything stupid. I mean, but this is one where it's like part of your country inevitably will stop doing it. And then I just. I think we should just get rid of it. It's dumb. Just, just fucking end it. But it's for the farmers. Tell them to set their alarms differently. <laughs> I'm going to get a different rooster. It's not, You're not fucking doing it. You're not actually gaining an hour. You're just changing the time and inconveniencing everybody. Fucking come on. Come on. Ugh. That anyway, made sense when you didn't have easy access to a goddamn clock, but now we do. So, uh, it's just me and Anthony right now. I I, I saw Wombat pop on. I don't know if he's gonna come. Drew, everybody needs to blow up Drew's Twitter and be like, "Why the fuck aren't you on the show ever anymore?" Uh, because y'all blow up Gambus's Twitter, and let's just be fair, he ain't coming back. I've tried. I've I've offered him bribes, and he won't won't take the money. He won't. He just won't take the money because he's some bitch. Let's talk about video games, and let's not talk about video games because there's a video game I'm playing I can't talk about till Tuesday. That's a weird one. Well, it's it's weird because people can stream it. It's Ori, The Will of the Wisps. Um, That's, people can stream uh, Act One, but they can't give final gameplay impressions. Uh, fucking that doesn't. They need uh, to stop doing it, that shit. Like it's kind of irritating because it's like, <laughs> all right, you can't say your impressions of it, but here's a video. It's like, all right, that doesn't. Like, could you wondering if it was just like, hey, here's footage, and but like, what is the streamer going to like? If you can stream it, what? Uh, yeah, if I was streaming it, I would make a comment while I was playing it, like, oh, I didn't like that, or oh, that was awesome. Yeah, that's, like, that's an like, impression, right? Yeah, fucking, I don't. <laughs> this whole fucking thing, the world's just the, the whole th- idea of an embargo at this point, like, means nothing sometimes and everything others. And it's like, just fucking choose what you want to be done. If you're going to allow them to stream it, allow them to stream it outright. I like, uh, like uh, at least it's a game that 
<sighs> the stop bed re-released and has an embargo. At least it's a new game. Yeah. It's actually the first big uh, first-party Microsoft game for the year. Yeah, I suppose it is. Yep, and then I think the next one's Bleeding Edge, and then Minecraft, and then Gears Tactics. So, I mean, none of those are like, you know, quadruple A or whatever you want to call it, but uh, they've all had a lot of really good buzz around them. Mm-hmm. I played Bleeding Edge a couple weeks ago, and it was uh, that was a neat game. They're adding a new Yeah, the dolphin? The, the dolphin, dolphin that's in <laughs> I'm like, there you go. That's what you needed all along. You needed the dumb fucking shit like that to separate you. Yeah, it's like when Overwatch added the hamster. Yeah, except that like his made a little bit more sense because he's in the hamster ball. Yeah, he actually you is. Know, in like, it. But, it, but yeah. it's a dolphin in a crab tank. Yeah, that's so fucking stupid. I love it. That game is cool. Like I played it, it and I was like, it, I could. My myself. only fear is that it's. Just not that it's too much like Overwatch, but it's perceived to be too much like Overwatch. It reminded me a lot. Uh, it, it's the same as, um, even though it wasn't even close to being the same. Um, the Gearbox Battleborn. Y- yeah, like Is that what it was called, Battleborn. Battleborn. I yeah. Think. Yeah. See, it's bad. you can't even I play that game remember. anymore, right? But it's like it was so close to the the big cheese in that category that like yeah. oh, it's too close to Overwatch perception wise like even though it didn't play like Overwatch at all from my understanding like yes the heroes have their own abilities and stuff yeah, but yeah, yeah. that was not the gameplay no it's more a MOBA than it is yeah. a team shooter and 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 like that's the problem like Overwatch separated itself enough from Team Fortress because it's just kind of Team Fortress yeah, I mean, day, it's, a, it's a hero it's, shooter, yeah. Yeah, but it's, you know, it, it it's its own thing inside that same space. And I feel like everybody that's kind of come after Overwatch is too, is, is not trying to separate itself far enough. Kind of like all the people that do the Battle Royales. Like, you need to really make a big change. To, like Tetris, Tet- Tetris exists in battle royale space. Like that's bizarre, but it's Force also the Horizon exists in the battle royale right. space. Right, you need to you need to do something different, um, you know, and especially in that genre where you have two sort of bigger names at the top. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Microsoft's got uh, more relatively high profile game. I mean, Minecraft is huge, and I'd play a Minecraft Diablo. That sounds pretty cool. That yeah right. That's that. They've been talking about that for years, haven't they? Um, I think it was two years ago when they announced okay. it. It's not been it super feels, long. Yeah, it feels longer than that, but time seems to expand and contract that whim. Well, so. also we're at the end of the generation, so these releases are weird. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but anyway, video games—they're they're happening. Yeah, I don't really have much to talk about, so I'm just going to say Final Fantasy VII demo, which we'll talk about in a minute when you get through your stuff, I'm sure. I mean, we can talk about it now. I, I played right. it. It's um, it's very, it's a lot shorter than I thought. And then I was like, well, it's a demo. No shit. Yeah, I, I think it's the perfect length. Um, Being that it is the... It's the bombing run. Yeah, essentially. Which is probably, in my opinion... 
the best intro to any Final Fantasy game, and I love six. Uh, but six has a very slow burn intro. Um, Final Fantasy VII's like here. Let's fucking yeah. Go. Final Fantasy VII's literally like, guess what? Here you go. And I there was small aspects to this where I was like really impressed. Um, there's a part where you run in because obviously in the original you fight alone as Cloud first, um, and they do those moments really well. Uh, the the moment when you break, you like you're running forward and the team is hiding behind the crates. And you get into combat, and they all kind of um, move their way into the hallway while you're fighting. Like it felt really dynamic, and and I think I think they did some really neat choices in this. I I thought the combat played great. I, it was kind of jarring at first that X wasn't jump because that was a thing in uh, Final Fantasy 15, which is not identical to this, but very similar. Um, there, there's a lot of aspects to this game that feels like Final Fantasy 15, which I loved. So I, I was really enjoying my time. Um, there's a oh man, this is kind of like so much to talk about, even though it's only like an hour long. Um, an hour. I'm lucky yeah. if I got 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean the, the, um, fight, I, I couldn't, I was trying to figure out how magic worked and didn't realize until so it took me a little bit longer on the scorpion. Uh, yeah, you got to do Thundara. Well, you have to wait um, until you have action points. The, the little meter fall, fills up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize that, but there's small little there's small little details um, in the, just the game in general. With, uh, but like I like seeing like you can see Cloud Sword and the Materia in it. Like that's such a weird thing that I didn't even think about. But yeah, it has the slot, and there's the Materia and the Buster Sword. Um, but the, what I do like is that they have, because I, I've watched the, I've been critical of Final Fantasy VII because it's kind of like there was too much added to it after the fact. Um, and the big issue was is that it didn't didn't fit in with any of the things that happened in Final Fantasy VII, really. Um, I liked the movie. There was some side games. Name per- There's a didn't lot take, of side games. Well, not as many as... There was thing. more than most video games. That is fair. Get, um, what is it? There's two. Uh, there's a mobile game. There is Dirge of Cerberus. Dirge of uh, Cerberus is still one of my favorite games. Advent, uh, not Advent. Advent. Uh, fuck it. I'll just add Advent Children because it's a spinoff, but it's a movie. Um, Crisis Core. And I want to say maybe one other mobile game, and that's it. That's still a lot of games. That's five. One game. I mean, Final Fantasy 15 has more than that. <laughs> It so, does, but you know, but yeah. but um, but I mean, it added stuff to the original plot, like the fact that like the way Cloud has Zach's memories and stuff, which was never really fully explored in the original game. Like it was, but it wasn't. Like they really drove that home in in future editions, and the way they're presenting it in this feels more organic and and it does a really good job of kind of bringing it all together the little headaches that he has that you see like i don't know maybe that's just because the detail in this game really felt different but i mean i i really enjoy my time like i'm going to go and pre-order it like that's was kind of just like ah whatever i don't need to play it um but i like it felt good to play 
I wasn't even so much interested in being it being Final Fantasy VII. It felt good to play um, when it comes to the gameplay. So uh, I'm kind of excited. The only thing that I'm curious about is that if this the, the, like this is going to be done in parts, right at the end of a console generation too, which is great. Um, but how are they going to make a new game each time? But then. <laughs> carry over all your stuff like there's no point in final fantasy 7 where they just ransack you for everything and you have to start at square one again well i'd have to imagine that with these consoles and we know that this probably is coming to pc and xbox next year because it's uh right. it's been confirmed that it's a year exclusivity um but i'm assuming xbox would be easy because it's the same game right um but i'm assuming ps4 well, is hold the same on. way it's but... the same game if they want it to be. Yeah, it that's what square. I'm saying. It is, is like square if they we're make, talking about. It, yeah, and I would assume they're not going to fuck with it. because, But it'll be in the same ecosystem because Final Fantasy VII Remake on Xbox One will be playable on Series and, X. And they've, cons- they, I believe Sony has confirmed months ago that the PS5 is PS4 backwards compatible. Yeah, so at least PS4 to PS5 will be fine. It's more of... It's not even that. It's... It's just from a gameplay design standpoint that I see an issue. Um, I don't think it'll change, though. Like, it was a bit different. Like, uh, how did they do it in Mass Effect? Two is different than one. Fine. And they also kill off Shepard at the beginning. But they brought over your choices. Mm-hmm. And then two to three, what did they do to remove everything from you? Or did they? Two to three Mass Effect. Um, well, on 360, it all went right, and they did it. That, well, it did in, on PS3 then as well. So you you kept all your experience and everything. No, skills? not experience. Um, Let me rephrase that: skills and inventory. No, they didn't keep that stuff. Those were at least not originally one game. So I'm curious to know how, because like. You know, you get your summons in Final Fantasy VII. What happens to a summon that's in Part One, in Part Two? Well, I, so I, I just assume the way that they're making this game is, is like you said, in parts. So it wouldn't be any different than like the Telltale games. It because it's I just going to go from one different. game to one game to one game. I think it's different though because of the fact that they are already set. Like they are following a a set path right because there is a a basis for final fantasy 7 i'm just curious to know how it's how it'll be handled obviously won't won't see it for a while but it's just it's interesting to think about because of something like you can bring something from the beginning of that game to the end of that game in the original and how does that work here um i realize it's a reimagining of the original it's not really a remake but nevertheless like um, you know, like I, I'm just curious to know how certain things will be done. So I really, really do not know. I guess we'll find out in five years when the sequel comes out. Yeah, when they figure out new technology to add more zippers to people. I mean, always need more zippers, of course. And that's about it. Like honestly, I've been trying to get Horizon done, even though I don't, because Drew will never inevitably be behind. But. Uh, <laughs> You know, that's because he's too busy being on this podcast. Oh, wow! 
Wow, I thought I was cruel with my, but you just really. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for you, Drew. Oh, jeez. He's not going to listen to this. It took us a week and a half to do um, two quick matches of Dead Rising for a Game Pass quest. Wow. Like, and, and granted, I was, I was on a trip for one of those days, but like, it took us like 20 minutes to do that. And it took us like a week to, to coordinate it, to play. <laughs> he's the, he's out of pocket, so to speak. Anyway, um, I spent most of the weekend playing the game I can't talk about, which is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, I know everybody loves to hear about it, but I did uh, do my placement matches for Overwatch. They started the hero ban this week. There were four characters banned from competitive play. Luckily, I only... Well, actually, I play three of the four, but they're not the ones I'm currently playing, so it was okay. I just played other players, other characters. I did all 15 of my matches on Saturday. And I'm still in the same tier. Platinum DPS, Platinum Healing, and Gold Tank, because I'm a terrible tank. But, um, yeah. I started, uh, for some reason, a playthrough of Mega Man 8. I don't know what... That's the Saturn PlayStation 1 one? Yeah. You know, the one that starts off with the Mega Man 8. With his real That's the one with the uh, full, full animated cutscenes. Fast! Yeah. yeah. Shut up! And then, Dr. Wowie. Yeah. Dr. White. It's Dr. Man. White. And my favorite is the fact when he, he... There's a point where he just... He just stutters and they're like, fuck it, good. Let's <laughs> go with it. that take. Yep. It's fine. It's fine. You gotta understand, Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man 8. Uh, I booted up Pokemon's Mystery Dungeon. Not for you? No way. I could have told you that. Holy cow, that game is boring. Oh, I could have told you that, like, that you were going to hate it. And it's a oh. roguelike. Holy shit, that game. Like, that game is so boring that in this version, I don't know if you could do it in the original, you can literally just tap the left bumper and it, it, it fucking auto-plays. I don't recall. You just it just walks, and then the only time you have to interact is when you run into a Pokemon. I mean, the mystery dungeon games are literally rogue likes. They are like their game rogue. Yeah, it's um, and they are slow paced, and you know. There's a lot of text that's really stupid. Uh, what is it? Shiren Mystery Dungeon. There's there's so many different... There's a Chocobo. Well, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon. Or Chocobo's Dungeon. Sorry, there's no mystery in that one. But it's the same. They're all the same game. They're just rebranded. Yeah. They're, I'm sure they have small little quirks, but they're basically the same game. Those are not very good. It, it's fine if that's the type of game you're into, but like we've gone far past the original Rogue. And honestly, there's there's some interesting Rogue likes, like the true ones that aren't just like 
we have randomization um and permadeath uh like there are some interesting ones like if you can still get access to the doom roguelike on pc that's a pretty well done the one that was on the phone no no those were doom rpg Mm. that was like first person you took that's right rpg i love those games those were so good same with wolfenstein rpg not available anymore because those were made under activision i can't keep up with all this stuff there's too many there's too many licenses like in my xbox collection on the one i have two versions of several games because of publishing deals like there are two versions of the witcher 2 assassins assassin of kings on my Xbox. One, one. under one Warner Brothers and one yep. the other one be under. I think it was just CD Projekt Red. Uh-huh, whoever published it back then. I don't remember who published it, but there's two versions. There's another game that I have two versions of and I don't remember what it is. But it's all because of publishing shit. It's such a weird thing. Like I apparently own both versions of this game because I bought one of them. But whatever. Um... I also booted up a couple games that had went into EA Access because, you know, I, I pay for that service. So I might as well use it. Uh, so I checked out PVZ Battle for Neighborville. Um, That's the new actual Plant vs. Zombies game? Well, it's the new Garden Warfare game. Not Are they making a new Plant vs. Zombies, though? Plants vs. Zombies 3 came out uh, stealthily. Uh, so a, it's probably not good. Cool. Yeah, it came out like two weeks ago, like, and nobody even mentioned it. Uh, but I played this one. Uh, I like the first couple Garden Warfare's. This one feels more like, hey, we're gonna make one of those always online kind of games, and like the mechanics are there, but it's just like literally the first mission is having you go around the world and do shit like get a capsule for some skins or um, do an emote for me or like it's, it's a persistent online world that you just go and do different things. Like there's a PVP area, there's a a PVE area, there's a fucking grind for, there's like 12 different kinds of currency kind of shit. It's just, it looks really good. It plays really good, but it's just like, I don't want to do a lot of this stuff. Like, just give me the campaign of Plants vs. Zombies shooter. Like, that's what made the first couple games. That sounds awful. Yeah. So, I'm glad I didn't buy it when it came out, even though I was a fan of the series. Um, But now that I've played it on EA Access, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good. Uh, I also played a little bit of Sea of Solitude, because I had not played any of that. It's fine. Like it's it, it's it's fine. Yeah. Like I, it, I didn't hate my, it. My whole thing about giving it a seven was that it was a fine game, but I felt it was a lot like Gree, which was also a good game. But like I'd given Gree a seven, so there was no way I could give Sea of Solitude less than that. But I wish I had given Gree a lower score at some point. It's kind of so funny. Could, like it was a weird it was a weird thing where these games were too similar in 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 their attempts to do something and I was like they're very pretty, they're very stylized, they're not terrible, but I also don't know if they're 
like I, I felt torn by the both of those games where I'm like, I should either like this more or hate this more, but I'm, I'm just kind of in between. But I, I think they're worth people's time still, so I didn't want to give them too low of a score. I was really torn on both of those. It's kind of funny because playing this game, I kind of expected it to be less of a game because a lot of those kind of artsy-fartsy games are just push forward and then press a button to interact. Like, there's actual, like, gameplay. Oh, yeah. Platforming and, and timing the swimming across and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Same with and three. I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's more than I was expecting. Like, both of these games, both Gree and Sea of Solitude, had plenty of gameplay for what they were doing and, like, what they were focusing on, which was more of a, a feeling or an emotion. Yep. I like that. I like that there is more game to it than than meets the eye. There's a point later on in Sea of Solitude. There's there's two where I think they're both extremely interesting takes um, that I wish they just kind of went a little bit further with. But, I mean, it's a short game. Maybe that's not possible. They kind of leave on a cliffhanger in Sea of Solitude, although it's an ending still, so it's not like... It's more of like they leave it open if they could do another they will but yeah yeah i i i'm struggling to talk about things i played because i really want to talk about ori but i can't talk about that till next week i forgot about something i played what's that uh castlevania symphony of the night on mobile oh yeah they can't isn't it like three dollars it's like three bucks four bucks it's yeah. dirt cheap it's a really good port it's the new translation version which upsets some people, but it's also four fucking dollars. So um, it's really well done for something that is a, that inexpensive and b like that game. Like I'm surprised it's on mobile phones. I'm surprised it plays as well with no controller, although you can use a controller. Um, Yeah. It was just kind of shadow dropped and it works really well. That was such a weird thing to see this week. Is that that thing come out? Oh, it's quiet. It's a quiet time for video games, but that's about to change, y'all. Less than two weeks. Fucking doom. Fucking doom. I'm excited for doom. You do? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for doom. I don't know if I'll pick it up right away. I'm definitely. I know you are. 100% doom. I'm probably reviewing it. Probably. Um, yeah. I just, I can't wait. I, I reinstalled Doom 2016. Uh, there's a Game Pass quest for it, which gave me an excuse to boot it up. And it just it feels so good. I keep Doom 1, 2, and 3 installed on my Xbox because I play through those. Like, I think Doom 1 and 2 are two of my most replayable games. Um, I'd almost get to the point where I play through both of those games once a year. And... There's just something about playing those games that's just so... I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just so... Trims all the fat. It's right to the action. There's yeah. nothing, And then it rewards you for exploring. Yeah, or with punish. the secrets and stuff, yeah. Sometimes so you can get like... You open a door and then there's... Oh, there's monsters in here. <laughs> yeah, but also here is a weapon that is you're probably not going to get in the main game for like four more levels. Exactly. I, I mean, it just... it's. And and that's what Doom 2016 was really good at too. Mm-hmm. Was giving you like, hey, here's the plasma cannon. Like, yeah. Awesome. 
it's just it, there's something about those games that just feels so good. So I'm excited. I'm ready for Doom Eternal. I hope it's incredible. Um, I'm I'm not a Animal Crossing guy, so I don't give two shits about that coming out. Me neither. It's not that's not my jam. I'm I'm glad everybody's excited for it, but that'll be my Doom Day. Doom Day. I um, understand the appeal. It's sure. not appealing to me though. No, it's not my thing. Never has been. I've tried a couple of them. I've never really gotten into them. Um, it's not a big week for releases, but there are a couple of big games coming out this week. Uh, maybe some you forgot about. But we'll start with uh, Dead by Daylight Chains of Hate, which I guess is another add-on to that game. Uh, Farming Simulator 19 Bor- Borgalt. I guess that's also an add-on. Uh, Langrisser 1 and 2, limited edition. Hidden Through Time. Dead or School. Don't look up this game. It's um, I got a press release about it. I think it was Thursday. And one of the pictures in the press release is just like a submissive Japanese girl laying on the floor. I'm like, okay. I don't... Yeah, don't. I don't need don't that. Don't do it. Uh, MLB... I, the sh- I, I did it for you. Yeah, don't do that. Um, I mean, <clears throat> it's a ha- underground dwelling girl. Hisako is aiming for the surface in a zombie-infested Tokyo. Hack and slash RPG. Obtain weapons and gear from enemies and customize your skill tree to create your own unique and powerful character. And you're like, oh, wow, there's looks like a like a Metroid-style map, and you're like, that kind of looks... And then, like, there's just these anime girls posed provocatively, and you're like, well, just had to ruin a good-looking thing, huh? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they do. And uh, like, ML- the gameplay looks good. God damn it. Why? Why ruin something like that? That's that's the problem with a lot of those games, is, like, I really enjoyed playing Sinran Kagura, but I didn't really enjoy watching... Sinran Kikura. Yep. Well, then like, you have to power up the character. I remember you talking about it. Yeah, like I thought that was a, I thought that was one of the better Muso style games. But boy, oh boy, I didn't want to play it. And I got nothing against that kind of stuff. But when you put it in there so blatantly and just in your face every two, it's just disgusting. Just. There is there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. Just saying. Uh, the MVP edition of MLB The Show 20 launches on Friday. So if you bought the big, dumb, stupid edition, you can get that on Friday. Uh, My Hero 1's Justice 2, which is another Bamco. Bamco. And I name Co. Bamco. Yeah, all right. Um, 3D anime fighter. I've heard good things about the first one. I've never played it. so. And then a little game everybody seems to have forgotten about is coming out on Friday. Get your get your souls born fixed with Neo 2. Well, my father hasn't forgotten. He hasn't shut up about it since it was announced. <laughs> he's, he's all in. Well, the, he loves the co-op ability, like helping someone else out. He likes yeah. that weird community of people that don't talk to each other and just help each other out. 
Hey, yeah. that's his thing. Uh, he's super excited. I could not give less of a shit. I played the first one, and I think I made it to the second boss. And then, I, like those games, just I don't know. They just beat me down, and I just don't go back to them. It depends. Uh, I like that Neo is a level-based system, so it's not like you have to like constantly drag yourself back. And I understand there's warping in Dark Souls, but still, it's just um, yeah, you know, so it really depends on the game for me. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps is that on Tuesday? Tell me about that, Ken. Let me let me break it down for you. It's out on Wednesday. Sorry, not Tuesday. Uh, so that's out on Wednesday. I'll be talking about that next week. Bless Unleashed, which is another. How do you describe it? Like fantasy free to play MMO okay. with like $80 versions with a bunch of stuff unlocked for you. Kind of one of those things. Similar to Black Desert and what's the other one? Um, Skyforge is Skyforge Terra. That's another one. I don't know. All that stuff, as soon as I read MMO, I'm out. <laughs> yep. So there's yep. that. What's weird is this one is a Bamco game. That is only on Xbox. Sorry, what's it called? Bless Unleashed. It's a weird thing. Like when I remember seeing press releases about it, I'm like, why are they only talking about Xbox? Like these games come out on everything. What the fuck? It is. It's not even on PC. Yeah, it's just an Xbox game, and I don't. Well, that's gonna not make it. Yeah. What a weird thing that is. I don't. I don't quite understand. And I'm surprised because it doesn't. You know what? Looking at it. I was not expecting a more mature slash American looking game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck to him. I just can't imagine an MMO working on one console nowadays. I think I played the beta of this. And the reason, like the gimmick for this game is that the combat is more action-y. And I'm just like, you know, there's already been like four games that have tried that. None of them really got away with it either you know good luck to you i I hope it does well for you but uh what's funny is a lot of those games do really well even though most of us don't even pay attention to them like who would have thought warframe is one of the biggest games ever you know now you sink your teeth into the right person and just drain them for everything they're worth i mean there's a reason why games like terra and skyforge and all that stuff still get updates right i mean people gotta be some of them some of it i mean some of it's probably international market too right stuff that we just don't even think about um but i know that like because i used to live in the city that it was made in um i know that uh god you just mentioned the name warframe Uh, i know warframe like they've done a lot of work to make that game very different from what it was when it released, you know. So, um, yeah, it's it's just it is it's odd. Uh, we got hidden through time. Piku Niku is finally coming, coming to, to Xbox. Oh, uh, okay. And it'll be in Game Pass. So. Uh, and Mecco game. I don't even know what it is. When I saw the cover of it, it looked like um... Pika Niku. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I think it, they said that like in it. Uh, I think it's supposed to be like post-apocalypse, even though it's Delta just Car- this red dot with legs and eyes. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, look yeah, like, no, uh, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain of it. Um, it's kind of like be... when you find out the real plot to the Hannibal boyfriend. Yeah, sort of like that. Okay. Uh, Mecco Tales also coming to Xbox this week for the Switch. Looks like we're getting back to the dumping of shit on the Switch. Correction, it's not it's not post-apocalyptic. It's dystopian uh it's a dystopian adventure. Gotcha. Which is still look at the bright colors and tell me that that's a dystopian adventure. Um <laughs> we've got we got a good week of switch. Um there's a lot of good names for shit. Oh. Uh this week for the switch we're getting hover. That's that sort of Gets that ready. I want to be. Yeah, with at least it's got Naganuma doing music for it. But yeah. Talisman Digital Edition, Black Future '88, uh, Langrisser One and Two, A Street Cat's Tale, Brother United, Gothic Murder, Half Past Fate, In Bento. Mystic Veil. Man, you feel like you're just pulling the most generic-ass motherfucking video game names out here. Nin Nin Days. Alder's Blood. Rack and Ruin. Stella. Cider Reloaded. Yoga Master. All capitals, by the way. And finally, Rainbows, Toilets, and unicorns. Well, I think that's the one I have to look up. Rainbows. It's a shoot 'em up. It's a vertical shoot 'em up. <laughs> I don't even know. Wow, that's a lot of color. <laughs> well, it's called rainbows, wow. toilets, and unicorns. Yeah, no, I that I was expecting more rainbow and less pinks and purples. And oh my god. This this kind of reminds me oh god, what's the um Parodius? Yeah, Parodius. Oh yeah. Like they have a clear Homer Simpson knockoff flying that you're shooting, I'm assuming. Holy shit. Yeah, this game is very pink. Yeah, that's a lot of uh there's a Mickey Mouse ripoff as well as some Iron Man and Captain Merrick. Wow, this is just a game that's really trying to Bring lawyers. Some Star Wars references. Yep. It's $5 for PC. Whew. Okay. I got to read the synopsis here. Fed up, with the, fed up with the world and exhausted by the hot weather. Thank you, climate change. You resort to your last hope. Your favorite unicorn flavored ice cream. The recipe? Mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma. <laughs> All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you are struck by the urge to visit a bathroom. Is the ice cream involved? We'll never know. And the only option to avoid pooping yourself is the chemical toilet down the street. What the fuck? What the fuck? I kind of want to play this game now. Also, I have to say there's just a... So I'm looking at like the itch.io picture of it. Like their header, and it is clearly uh, Trump's hair, a guy that's wearing a Mickey Mouse cap, 
nose, and then suspenders, but no shirt. Yeah, I see that Kim guy. Kim Jong-un. Yep, see that one? The uh, guy that is the salt chef that sprinkled the salt down. On the meat, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Flat Earth. I see the vegan power guy. Yep. I don't know who the lady is with the cell phone and the guy in the hands, but that is Tom Cruise jumping on the couch. What a a dated, dated reference. You know what? You know what I want? You know what this reminds me of? Is, um... The time you did meth? Because that's what it feels like looking at this. Techno kitten adventure. I remember that vaguely. Yeah, we did a video of that game, and it kind of blew up. But um, that's what this reminds me of. Whew. What about the unicorns on each side of the banner uh, laying seductively on the pink clouds? I believe that's the Burt Reynolds pose, yes. Yeah. that's. Um, I think I need to play this game, Anthony. You report back and let me know. I, I have to play this zero game. interest in playing it. I'm looking at the but, screenshots, and at one point you're shooting the salt guy. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the character. Clearly, the character <sighs> you're, you're playing. Shooting, screaming. You're shooting the donkey and the elephant for the political parties. No, you're not. Yes, I'm looking There's at the screenshots. Emojis in the background. You're riding a toilet. And in the it, holy oh, shit! In the scheme, po- what if we just did everything? And the, the political party's one has Russian signs on it. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. What is this game? This game is... What if we... <laughs> you know what? God damn it, they might get me to play it. I, it's $5 on PC. Yep. I wonder You're how much it would be it, on Switch. That's a... Oh my god. Uh, I want to watch the trailer, but I don't want the audio playing. Thus began a bad trip in which you will have to face your greatest fears in a fight to the last splash. God damn it. Fifteen bosses. Yeah. Okay. I think I might need to pick this up when it really is on Switch this week. I just, uh, sparkle Barf. God damn it. Sparkle Barf. I just love that the character clearly has a bad, he's having a bad trip on the side of the screen. I just noticed that the 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 icon of the game has a unicorn with toilet paper. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like almost looks like it's wings. These guys have a Twitter. I don't know, man. This this is something else. Wow. This is something else. Wow. <laughs> the level names are entertaining uh, entertainment core uh, corporation. Uh, Outrage and of, outraged and offended, political drama, influencerama, influencer. Oh god, influencerama and OMG, and the sides of the screen at that point are the two back legs of the unicorn, one on each side, and it has a heart tattoo on its right nice. leg. Nice. This is not the first game these guys have made. Um, they made Landflix Odyssey which is a Netflix parody video game. They made Black Paradox and Hero Express. They do have a Twitter. They're something else. They're unique. They're... I, might, I might play this game. They have a Twitter with less followers than I have. Oof. Thanks. <laughs> hey, no, I'm just saying, like, 
Not, we're not selling anything, Ken. Yeah, it looks like uh, it's coming to they, switch. They are. Four. So when you have less followers, and thereby less people knowing that you're releasing something, that means probably less money in your bank. Yep. Um, I think I might have to play this game. So there's that. All right. Uh, moving on to the news. There's a little bit going on this week. You want to watch a TV show about The Last of Us? I don't want to play The Last of Us, but I'll watch a TV show based on it. Well, there's a TV show coming to HBO. Yay. It's being done. Uh, it's being written by the same guy that wrote Chernobyl. Uh, and it involves Neil Druckmann from Naughty Dog. That was announced this week. Sony was out there announcing a bunch of stuff this week. Everything except for the PS5 details. <laughs> they also announced the release date for Ghosts of Tsushima. Uh, it's due out in June on the PlayStation Finally. 4. Yep. I'm excited. There's that. Um, Red 13 will not be playable in the Final Fantasy 7 remake. Well, because he's not going to be... You're not going to get past the part to get to him. So, really. Um, Another company has pulled out of E3. They should just um, cancel it and blame it on coronavirus. I think I said that last week, but I'm saying it again. Well, actually, I mean, South by Southwest got canceled. And that's been um, going on forever. So, I mean, really, just we're, call it now. Yeah, we're getting to the point where we don't know how long it's going to be before things in 2020 are actually viable. Um, I don't know if you saw the um, the memo that the NBA Players Association sent out to players. The you might have to play to no crowd deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting it's getting bonkers. Right now the ESA I think is we're getting claiming... I think we're getting too far. Like I think we're going too far now. Yeah, no, I I agree. Like the, again, the the like the the normal flu, which I mean has a higher death toll because it just dies. It's been around more longer, people, yeah. right. We don't act that way about this, and I get it. This like lives on surfaces longer, blah blah blah. But like, okay, there's there's levels of. We actually have. Um, we I, actually got. An I understand. I understand that. canceling a convention where literally all you are doing is talking and conversing with other people, right? You are just cramming as many people as you can within a building. Um, but when you go to a like stadium to watch, you know, basketball or whatever, you are not you are not conversing with every, like we are not all trampling over the same area. Just you aren't, you know, like it's there's levels. And I feel like that they're just going too far with everything. Like I, I think E3 should cancel partially because they're not, just not looking too good for them, but partially because of this, because everybody has to walk around and touch the same things and meet the same people and shake hands or whatever they want to do instead of that. But it's like, regardless, there's a lot of conversation and communicating and it's like, you're more likely to catch it there than you are sitting in your seat, watching basketball and then going home. So. I guess we will, we will see over the coming months because it is, it is definitely a thing and it is definitely is definitely dominating the news of everything right now. Well, I'm supposed to go to Cuba in May, and I don't know if that's... 
I mean, at, at the least, your flight should be very cheap. Flights are super cheap right now. No, it's not even that. It, well, the flight would already, already paid for. It's the issue of like whether or not we'll be able to, depending on how far this goes. So. Yeah. Uh, some details came out about Resident Evil 3 Remake this week, and the internet freaked out that Nemesis can pump into safe rooms. Although they've come out and said that's not true. Yeah, there are still technically safe rooms. Um, they clarified by saying that not every save spot is in a safe Which was the same in Resident Evil 2 Remake? Yes. As you go, ah, I'm just going to save in the main. Oh shit, he's following. <laughs> Mr. He's X is following. Upstairs, here he comes. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> You're running down like one of the other corridors. <laughs> and then, even then, you get to a safe room. And then you're inside the safe room. And then you're just like, I can hear him waiting for me outside. (laughs) What I think is hilarious about this, and I said this when they announced they were remaking Resident Evil 3, y'all motherfuckers don't really know what this game is, do you? (laughs) Literally, it's just the Mr. X parts of Resident Evil 2. Exactly. Like that, and and except for the fact that he's like a a thousand times worse than Mr. X. This motherfucker carries a rocket launcher and a flamethrower. I'm looking forward to it. That that was my favorite part of the remake of two is the Mr. X like just I'm just gonna and then he turns around the hallway and go run the other way that I just came from. So I'm like sprinting down the hallways and make it to the star's office. I can hear him pacing outside. No, yeah. I think he's gone. And then That's... I hear him pace again and I'm like, I knew I shouldn't have gone out there. That's the funniest thing about this is everybody's like, man, I really hated those Mr. X portions. Man, I can't wait for Resident Evil 3 Remake. Boy, you are in for a rude awakening when this game comes out. I I love it because it's not... There's no jump... Well, there's one jump scare with Mr. X. Um, th- there's no jump scares. It's 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 actually like a, a fear because he's indestructible. I like that. That's awesome. It will be interesting. When I was those. in the... But I'm in the underground in two and I'm, you know, I'm like heading back like and I see him walk past the windows on the catwalk. I was like, oh, fuck, I thought. Does he do his little turn? I will quit this podcast. (laughs) Um, I saw him outside and I'm like, oh, fuck, I thought he was gone. Yeah, that was a good moment. Yeah, I like um, that shit. I I'm don't know excited. what people are expecting from Resident Evil 3, but... They're expecting Resident I, Evil 2, and it's just not that. That's, it was never that. I even knew that, and I hadn't even played it. <laughs> what's What's funny is, like, when when these conversations come up, I'm like, there's a reason why people to this day still say Resident Evil 2 is the best Resident Evil game ever made. Because 3 was not anything like it. And 2 was just a bigger version of 1. You know, and that's why people love Resident Evil 2. Like, Resident Evil 2 was the last kind of of that, kind of what the series was when it started. 3 changed it, 4 changed it more, 5 changed it more, 6 really changed it. 7 has been the closest to the originals since and I 2. Think that, I think the thing that's important to note, too, though, is that Resident Evil 2 doesn't feel like weirdly trapped in time like Resident Evil 1 does because like the idea, like we always picture mansions in the same sort of stylized way right like it hasn't 
this hasn't aged in years. Yeah. So it's like antiquated t- phones and stuff. And like, that's, I mean, that's the reason why they have a typewriter is because it's antiquated. <laughs> and then they've stuck with that. But like, that's the reason why that the mansion has a typewriter is because it's antiquated technology. We had computers by then. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's, so it's, it's like Resident Evil 2 brought it into like the modern ish day. So it feels, and then, but then they still had that weird stuff. I went the fact and watched that the police the station. The police station was essentially a museum, right? Like you know, <laughs> but, but they they also had that part where you're like, I know what that is. That's like here's our office, and it feels like an actual office instead of like here's the study where I wrote my novels. Like, ugh. like it, it, but I'm I'm not wrong. It, like no. the mansion, you're gonna tell me the mansion feels modern. No, not at all. Right. So, so like, I think that's the reason why two is so interesting. Plus, and then you know, the original had two playthroughs and stuff. So, but I, I, someone that like went back and watched two basically in full because after playing the remake, I wanted to know. I'm like, this is feel. This is kind of what I want from a horror game. Like more relevant and stuff and it's like i look at one and i go this is antiquated and then three is like well you're being chased all the time so yeah they tried something different to spice up the game and i remember at the time a lot of people didn't really care for it it also feels and i I realize it's probably partially because i know what was going on behind the scenes after reading about it but um it also feels like it was the b team being put on a resident evil game yeah it came out really fast and yeah. it wasn't Here's as long. all our resources. We're going to do something else, make a Resident Evil game. Yep. Yep. It definitely, it, it, at the time being somebody who was, you know, that was kind of like my pinnacle time, that time when video games leave the biggest impression on, you, you know, the teenage years. Um, I remember waiting for that game to come out and expecting it to be a bigger, better version of two, because that's what two was to one. And then playing it and being like, oh, wow, this is a different game. <laughs> this feels like it could have been Resident Evil 2.5 or something. So, Which is why I'm interested to see what they do with it. Because, like, are they going to expand on it heavily? That's the, that's the word, is that Capcom has really built this thing up to be a bit bigger than what the original was. Because Resident Evil 2 is still a very big game. Um, between the two different paths, the playthroughs, the the actual like length of the game, like <sighs> Resident Evil Three always felt like Jill's Day Off is what it was. You know, it was a like side Jill's story. Out. Yeah, it was a side story to the Resident Evil One and Two. It wasn't like its own thing. So, I will be interested to see, like you said, if they expand on it, which I heard that they have. So. I'm excited for it, but then again, I have nostalgia for that game. I played. I'm it. excited for it, and I don't. Yeah. So, but I played two and loved it. So, I will be very interested to hear people who are just now getting into Resident Evil how they react to this game, because, like I said, it is a very different game. Um, I think that's all the big news stories. I don't remember if there was anything else going on this week besides cancellations. Don't think so. 
So I got a couple emails. One of them is about the coronavirus. One of them is not. Uh, so we'll do the not one first. This one's from Adam. He says, "My it's titled, My Next Gen Dilemma. Hello, guys. Adam here. Haven't written into the podcast in a while. I hope all is well. I'm very excited about the next-gen consoles, as we all are, I'm sure. I had both Xbox 360 and PS3 last generation and started the current gen with Xbox One, but purchased a PS4 in 2016 because of Bloodborne. Being a Souls fan, I couldn't pass up on that title. This led me to getting stuck on PlayStation and enjoying all of the amazing exclusives that came later. Back then, I also didn't feel like I was missing out on anything on the Microsoft side. However, with the multiple studio purchases by Microsoft, it seems like the exclusive title battle is about to heat up again. Plus, it seems like Microsoft will have more the more powerful system at launch. I'm a sucker for T-flops. As an adult with disposable income, considering just buying both at launch and not have to choose. I definitely want to play the next Halo, and I know Sony is going to have some amazing exclusives. So which console are you guys buying at launch? I already know Ken is getting both, which makes me feel better about my bad spending decisions. Also, unlike many, I love exclusives. It gives each console an identity and prevents them from becoming a melting pot of machines, which are all the same without any distinct identity to speak of. What's your guys' opinion on that subject? Thanks for the amazing podcast, and please don't stop. Never stop. Love you guys. Sorry, I got through that. You're not buying either at lunch. Um, You're not buying either one? No. If you were to buy one, which one would you buy? Xbox. And the reason why is just... um, Right now, as Sony's... Yeah, well, not not just Game Pass. I mean, like... The fact that they're trying... I mean, they're going to basically be supporting their backwards compatibility again um so it'll just it'll end up just taking the place of my xbox one um my fear is that the playstation 5 even with backwards compatibility will not replace say my ps4 because for what reason um because transferring data is a pain in the ass with sony and microsoft will literally just be a plug-in probably as they are now like I can see myself having to do a ton of work to put like to connect my PlayStation 5. And then does VR work like does are the VR hookups going to be there? They've like, said that it, it is working with the original VR. Uh well, do I have to buy an adapter or not? I I would hope not, but it's just one of those like after using Sony's interface It's not great. It's it's, it's fucking bad. Like, you know, uh God, it, just moving data onto the external hard drives because you can only have one hooked up at a time because instead of just copying stuff from one hard drive to another and use it, like, can't do so, it with my PC. I have to use it. And it's like, well, then you can just re-download it. I don't want to re-download it. It's going to take me the same amount of time to re-download this, this much shit. It's like, I learned I learned something this weekend, by the way. I, 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 di- I finally did it. I unhooked my VR for my PS4. I haven't used it and I couldn't tell you how long. Right, but I found out that the USB port on the back of the PS4 is not a USB port. Yeah, there is on the Pro. There is on the Pro. Oh, sorry. Um, the one on the back of the Pro is actually a 3.0, and it's faster. Of course. So when I unhooked, it should have just been my... 3.0 in the fucking 
first place. Although I think the fronts are technically, I think they have, they're, to but be. they're not as fast. I'm sure they aren't. There's because... a, there's a difference in them. So when I unhooked my VR, which was plugged into the back, the USB cable was plugged into the back. Uh, I plugged in my hard drive there, and now my games load. Like I notice, the loading time is quicker. So that port on the back is faster for the external drive than the front ones are for the Pro. Uh, but I did, I boxed up my VR and put it away because I literally had not played it since I reviewed Falcon Age. <laughs> yeah, that was sometime last year, yeah. Yeah, like I was just like, I just don't play VR anymore. Like it's cool, but I feel like there's always some kind of thing that, and I've got so many wires in my entertainment center. Getting rid of five of them was a godsend. Because not only do I have all the wires that hook into the PS4, I also have a charging dock for my headset, which charges my Move controllers. So I had an extra plug taken up by that. So I got rid of that as well. And it's just a lot cleaner in my wire, my spaghetti wire section now. Um... But I feel like it'd have been cooler if we'd had more people on the show to talk about this. Yeah. Because... Um, as for the second part, exclusives, I'm fine with exclusives if the company that's making the console is paying for the development. If they're just buying it, they can go fuck themselves. I, I mean, it's it, it's it's the same. It's, I'm not changing my stance from you know the position I had on the Epic Game Store either. If you're just gonna buy it from somebody, when like that person has come out and said like, Hey, we're going to be on everything or whatever. Like you, you haven't really contributed anything. If you're, if you're putting money into the studio so they can make a better game. Cool. But like, if you're just buying it to not be on other things, like that's kind of shitty. That's pretty standard practice. Now I know Sony still does it. I know Microsoft's trying not to do it, but I'm, but I mean, Sony, Sony for the, Microsoft's certainly done it in the past, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Sony, you know, some of their stuff, like, they put money into Horizon Zero Dawn. That's been exclusive, but it's been rumored now that it's coming to PC. Um, You know, they put money into Death Stranding, clearly. And that's coming to PC. So it's like, they didn't have to do that. I realize they're not publishing Death Stranding on PC, but still, like, they they could have signed him, I'm sure, to exclusivity. It's like, I'm okay with that if you're going to put money... You don't even have to put in all the money for development, but just some money. And instead of waiting till it's done, like, it's just shitty to, like, hedge your bets. Like, it's like, I don't have enough faith in what this company is doing until they're done. And it's like, well... You know, it's like gambling once the game's over. It's not... I get it. There's still also the, the how well it does in retail and stuff. Just it's shitty, the shitty practice. Like, have enough faith in the developers to make a good game. Yeah, I just I don't like the exclusive thing. Also, the exclusive thing completely kills the game. Um, if you notice any game that has like a year timed exclusive for a certain platform or download service, that when it finally does make it to the other service, it is it just does not perform. Uh, the first example I remember that is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, when it yeah, came out, bad. yeah, for Xbox and everybody was bitching about it, and it was like, 
yeah, this is that's, shitty, and then it comes out on PS4 and it does nothing. Doesn't even. That's a good example of like. Wind. I don't think that they paid for the development of that. I don't I remember think, the exact details. I feel of like that. they paid for exclusivity, and there's a big difference between yeah, paying 100%. for the development and then paying to just make sure it's not anywhere else. And I, I realize that it is fine line sometimes, but it's like if you have put money into the point where like this is still not a a full product, I have more respect for that and understand why you'd want it to be exclusive. Um, you know, Insomniac is has only just become somebody who is not, um, or who is not independent. They've technically been up in, independent until Sony bought them, and people and, but, paid for their games. Like Microsoft paid for Sunset Overdrive, right. Sony paid and for Spider Man, Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank, and all that stuff. They were putting money into that studio so people could work. Yep. You know, if that money's not there when people are making the game and they have to cut somebody because they you know they're hemorrhaging money and then the stu- then the publisher or that or well, then the console developer comes in and says we'll pay for that that's kind of shitty because you don't know how many people have lost their jobs because the studio was just scraping by reminds me of the no man's sky situation where sony published it and and like built it up and then when it flopped and and people were having issues with the game sony was like yeah that's on them yeah but it was sony and it's I just mean, like, I have wow. issues. I have issues with, with uh, the way it was handled. But I mean, it was Sony. Yeah. You know, like I'm glad that they have something that they can walk around and show off and be proud of now. But it was Sony. Like, I mean, that game is nothing without Sony, and they can try to remove themselves from that. But that is a stain on them. I believe my copy says only on PlayStation. So. Yeah. It was a weird. It's a weird thing. I don't like it. It's just like Final Fantasy VII remake, and that's and that's because that's not that's not a Sony studio. Like no, you know, no I mean? they did. The only thing they paid for was that sticker on the box that says PlayStation. Yeah, and that's PlayStation. bullshit. So. like that that game exists without Sony's input. Uh, same with Street Fighter Five. Like yeah, Street Fighter game... Five was probably the biggest shocker of this generation. Of like, it's only coming to PlayStation and PC. Yeah, that like again, another game that exists without with like out connection. And then I know Capcom has some stupid reasoning, but it's like that exists without Sony stepping in. Like Capcom can handle that by themselves. Yeah, I will be very interested to see where this next generation goes. I, I will be, which we may not see this year. Who knows? Yeah, based on coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe the consoles launch and there's like 12 of them, you know, because of production. Yeah, I mean, that was a news article we didn't cover, but um, did you see that, uh, I want to say it was Konami, but they were like, hey, yeah, so <laughs> the um, TurboGrafx Mini is not going to be out? Yeah, I saw that that's not happening. Yeah, that's bullshit, because like, that should have been in production already. Yeah. So I, I've got a feeling that, about? that I got a feeling that maybe this is that's what Sony's doing right now is they're not going to talk about the PS5 because maybe they're not going to release it this year due to this outbreak. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I think Microsoft is gung ho on getting theirs out this year, but my question is is like, will there be a ton of them available? Because a lot of your manufacturing right now that you would be you would probably be building parts right now for that machine. Ain't nobody building no parts for no machines right now. 
So I wonder if they're trying to be first again because they did well when they were first with the 360. I mean, it's possible, but I don't. I don't think that was their plan because they. I think they both expected to launch this year. But maybe now they're like, hey, if we can at least get to market, even if we only, let's say we only ship like 500,000 units or something. Like we're still out there first and the people who have it, that's where the talk will be. I don't know. Maybe we don't have to buy consoles this year. Well, I mean, so so the thing that, the reason why I said Microsoft is like with the Xbox Series X, um, one, they they've proven themselves to be to have the stronger console this generation with the Xbox One X, I didn't upgrade. So not only does it give me all the opportunities to use that, um, they've already said that they're not going to have any Series X exclusives mm-hmm. for the first year. And I I like that idea more that if I buy a console, I want to support... I want to support the, the like you have to realize you support the messaging sometimes regardless of you know like when you buy into something regardless if that's not something you fully agree with you're buying into that as well and saying it's okay Microsoft has done everything to make me more happy with their platform over the past has it been five years and Sony has not and like the fact that Microsoft said it's not necessary to upgrade, it is a choice. I feel more comfortable with that than Sony saying this can't possibly run on our old console. It's like, you sure about that? Like, or are you just saying that? Like, these are PC games at this point, basically. So, like, yeah, it will be interesting to continue to. Follow this story. I, I'm really interested where we'll be in a month because if you look at, I saw a news report that uh, China is starting to roll back out, um, like schools and businesses and stuff, like go back to normal over the next few weeks. Just wonder how it's going to work in the states because we haven't even started the big outbreak yet. So, so the thing that should be noted about China and this is something I don't remember who I mentioned it to, but like um, the, the the thing about China is like, if you haven't done it, maybe you should look up the out there, the videos of loudspeakers on street corners telling people to stay in their house. Like they weren't taking this line. Like the government was holding people basically hostage in their house, which makes sense if you, you know, in, in like being quarantined and everything, um, but I can tell you how that's going to go in the United States and in Canada, but more so the United States. Um, you're not going to take my freedom, like fucking okay. I mean, like you have people vaccinate their kids, and then what do you have? Outbreaks of measles in the groups of people that don't <laughs> vaccinate their fucking kids, right? So it's like, if nothing, it like that's not going to be able to happen because like the government moving in is going to be seen as an attack. Um, so I, well, it doesn't, it doesn't help that, you know, our commander in chief is out there saying it's fine. uh, It's not that bad. And I'm just like, dude, I mean, so, so this is a weird, yes, this is a weird defense of, of a guy I don't like. Um, 
and I listen, I've made myself pretty liberal on this podcast before, but um, he's he's a germaphobe as far as I know. So I like the 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 well from from what I've heard, like he before this was even a thing, like he sanitized his hands between every handshake. Like he's super germaphobe. So of course he's not going to get it. <laughs> right? Like of course it doesn't seem real to him. He's probably he says he's never been sick in his life. And I wouldn't be surprised if that uh is true because apparently he's super germaphobic. So like if he's super sanitary, you know, like it probably does seem like bullshit, but like you also live in a house and you've segregated yourself from most of society. So of course you're not get it you dumbass well i don't know if you saw the news story and you probably didn't the the they had a big conference last week and i don't want to get too political on the show i just don't um but somebody who was infected with the virus was there oh my fucking so, god yeah he he was in the crowd so can I anyway. just add, no before we get on any further? Can I just ask what's this with all these fucking people that get sick and they decide to go on fucking world <laughs> vacations? Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you! It's like the guy that came back to the states and had Ebola and was like, "I'm just gonna fucking trot around New York City. Don't worry, I've quarantined myself. I'm, I'm just gonna go spit sure on everybody." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking what the hell, man? I knew. Listen, I knew I was around a bowl of people, but I was trying. I was making sure I was okay. That's not your fucking choice. Coughing on all the handrailings, you fucking dick. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Like you're sick. Go home. Like no, no, I'm fine. Because you're bleeding from the eyes. Fuck. I'm good. Um, we're not going to get off the topic of the virus because the next email comes from Antonio, and it says. I heard you speak, you and Anthony speak about the Toyota virus last week, and I thought I'd fill you in. Anthony mentioned it starting at a wet market from bats, and you, Ken, thought it started from a pangolin. Both are true. Imagine cages stacked one on top of the other, and imagine the animal at the bottom being doused with liquids of the animals above it. Urine, fecal matter, pus, blood, etc. The last outbreak from China the SARS outbreak of 2002 also originated from a wet market. Can we pause biggest... for a second? I don't know if, I don't know if I said that. I don't know if it was bats. If I said bats last week, I think I just may have mentioned it. It was a rumor that it was bats, but it was more of just the fact that, that the market itself was what I should have been focusing on if I didn't. So yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. He says, my biggest fear is that it mimics the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic in which it was first observed during the first months of the year. And then a more virulent strain emerged later in the year. Hopefully that doesn't happen with the Corolla virus. I love the Toyota references, by the way. It's hilarious. Okay. Uh, anyways, I'm bu- not, I totally didn't. That went right over my head at first, the Toyota virus. And then you said Corolla, <laughs> and it's like, oh, shit. Okay. Got it. There we go. Uh, anyways, I'm busting through AC Odyssey and hope to get that done before Doom Crossing comes out. Saw some screenshots of Jill Valentine, and it looks like her squat game has been spectacular. So the Spanish flu. the The thing is not that it it got worse in the year. It looked like it went away. Then, because it was 
the thing is it was like oh this is bad and then it was like oh no okay the spring like washed it away and whatever and then got into like the fall and it just ramped right back up and got worse well that's what people are worried about with this because it is true within the next couple weeks to months this is going to drop because of the weather and then it's like do you just kind of ignore it until October, November, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, hold on. The the difference is, and I realize that the timing's a bit off, but we're closer to the time we could start expe- expecting some sort of medical like answer to this around that point where it starts ramping up again, if it does. Uh, you know, 1918, like... I mean, it wasn't well, the same a little different we were, back then, right, for sure. Right. So, so we at least have put people on this the moment it became clear this was going to be a problem. So, I have a little bit more faith that this won't turn out that way. Um, people keep saying that too, and it's like, yes, we're more world traveling now as a race of people. Um, like you know, it, it's we are we travel the world and we integrate with others and back and that's more likely now of course too but um we're also a little bit more sanitary for the most part surprisingly I mean, even though people don't fucking wash their hands after going to the washroom you dirty fucking pigs but dude <laughs> the fact that this cast to keep being the the fact that they have to keep mentioning wash your goddamn hands speaks more volumes to the people that don't wash their hands in general than it does about the virus Pretty funny, like though. Oh man, I love it. it. It's start to realize why their signs employees must wash their hands before resuming work. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You fucking pigs wouldn't. I think that's, that that reference is one of my favorite Family yeah. Guy jokes. When Peter comes back from the bathroom and he starts touching all the bread, oh, yeah, and he <laughs> asks the, he asks the waiter, he's like, "That side about washing your hands—that's just for employees, right?" <laughs> Was he with Jennifer Love Hewitt, I think? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> Look at all that bread. <laughs> Look at all that bread. Oh, man, he starts shuffling it like shuffling cards. cards. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that is yeah. a good one. There's some, uh, you know, I give that show a lot of shit for not being funny, but then I remember stuff, and I'm like, yeah, no, that's pretty good. <laughs> I still love that show. I know it's not as good as it used to be, but I still love that show. It holds up better than The Simpsons. All right, uh, we got a couple tweets here. It's, I just want to sit back and reflect of like all of this stuff. When, there's, when there was people on the show? Well, oh. yeah, I, I reflect about that regularly. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Why won't anyone save me from doing another two-person podcast with I gotta, Anthony, God damn it! I got I to gotta get some new people because these old people, they ain't showing up no more. Um, But no, I just reflect back to like and I'll look back on this when I get older of like, these are the things we're living through that are like, you know, the, the big points in history. Like, I think, you know what, you know what the biggest one I think about a lot is I remember watching Obama's inauguration and thinking this is history. You know, I remember. So it's, it's weird. Cause you say that and like, sorry to jump in, but like, I remember somebody saying, regardless of who wins if it is a this um this uh this was before when it was hillary and obama running it was a i don't remember the gentleman's name uh 
black speaker came in to talk during Black History Month. And um, he was, uh, he just said, no matter what happened, history is being made. And like, that has always sunk in with me of like, yeah, I'm witnessing something that's never happened before in U.S. politics. And it's happening now with this virus. Like it's, this is something that will be talked about. Like my kid will probably learn. Well, I mean, he's living in it. Yeah. Like his, his kids will learn about it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I would. The only thing that makes me kind of question that is like, I remember SARS, but like if I mentioned SARS, like I sometimes have to. It was clearly a lie. You may not remember. You may not remember the specifics, but you remember it. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's because it has a really distinct name too. Sure, but, but uh, I remember because nobody remember remembers the, SARS. Well, I do, but I but I remember things like the 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 avian flu, the swine flu. And it's just another. I see. One I have more things. memory. I remember those, but I have more with um. God, what is the one that the mosquitoes gave? Malaria. Uh, mo- no, no, it was something else. God damn it! I'll remember it after. I mean, you just take me. shots every twenty minutes in Far Cry Two, and you'll be all right. Oh. <laughs> the only part about Far Cry Two, the the worst part, the second worst part about Far Cry Two, the first is having to run across the map for every fucking mission you do. Yeah. Um. Oh, God damn it! I I don't remember anything mosquitoes gave except malaria. But, uh, this makes good radio. Um, um, but I mean, like you know what? I mean, nothing. West Nile. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. West Nile. And as I say, I could not remember it. Um, the uh, I think more so nine uh, eleven would be the big one. I remember being in school for that, and that was. Oh yeah, that was. And people thought the school was going to be bombed next, which was, I mean, I look back and go, wow, that was dumb. But I mean, like, when the fuck else, like, what were a bunch of kids in third grade going to think? I remember, I, in, like... I remember um, being in junior high school when Cobain shot himself. That was like our, that was our rock star death. Welcome to the show, Drew. Thank you. <laughs> holy cow you're loud hello sorry (laughs) blow my eardrums out everybody likes to jiggle we uh, jiggle belly that's right i changed my picture well it's nice of you to join um if you'd like to email us it's a podcast it's easy (laughs) oh is that it We're, we're ending the show i mean we were pretty close to being we're we've already done emails we've already done we're getting ready to do twitter so what was what was the question about your celebrity death? No, oh, we were talking about his- history because of the coronavirus. Oh, like the things that we've witnessed in our life being like stuff that'll be in textbooks. Yeah, in the you, future. You, so I have a fun story. Okay, she has and, it. Everybody, this is the last. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is my my swan song here. Um, no, um, in two thousand nine, I lived with uh, my two roommates. And is this out in the cabin in the woods? Yeah, this is the cabin in the woods. So when I lived in the cabin in the woods in 2009, I got really, really sick over a weekend started about Friday. And I have never in my life been this sick before. I'm talking like I threw up so much that I, I, I continued to throw up and it was just dry heaving. I was going to say, did you lose weight? Very much so. I lost 20 pounds once. I was 120 pounds and dropped down to 100. 
But um, Jesus, you look but, like uh, Christian Bale in the Mockingbird. Yeah, six, <laughs> six, six two, six two. I went from one hundred twenty to one hundred in a week. Six foot two, a hundred pounds, dude. Yeah, you were a skeleton. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was it was bad. Anyways, continue, Drew. You were dying. Uh, yeah. So I was dying. Um, and uh, you got to understand, in, in, in those days, I didn't go anywhere. Like so, I got sick. And it was to a point where I was up all night, pretty much on Friday night. We used to stream uh, back in those days, uh, and um, we canceled the stream because I was so sick. And I remember I told my roommate Alan, I was like, "Look, dude, you're gonna take me to the hospital." He's like, "You sure?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "This is this. There's something wrong with me. I'm dying." And so we got into his car. We got about halfway through the driveway. I said, "Dude, turn around. I'll be fine." Like, I I, I don't know what's wrong. I'm really sick. I don't know if I got a stomach virus or what, but. Um, I ran a fever and we did the dumb thing. Alan wrapped me up in like four blankets and put a space heater on me. Oh God. I saw God that night. (laughs) I was hallucinating. I was, I I was dehydrated. I was burning up with a fever well, there, there's nothing last... worse than a sick trip because, like, that illness that dropped me 20 pounds, I thought I was being burned at the stake alive. Yeah, dude. You tried, at, like, I, in, like, Salem Witch Trials shit. Yep. I honestly thought I was I was on death's door. Like, right there. Like, I was, I was like, I, I think I may die tonight. But I, for th- that Friday night and that Saturday through pretty much Saturday afternoon was the exact same. I was just ill completely. Throwing up to the point where I couldn't keep anything down. <laughs> I can only imagine your roommates. Are you okay? <laughs> you still alive, guys? <laughs> I was to a point where, like, we, I think I've I've mentioned it before, but where I lived in that the cabin in the woods, the living room, it was the closest way to. Right. Everybody got up when, when they had to go piss. They got up from the living room, went outside, and pissed because it was the closest way. Because we didn't care. Well, every time I get sick, I'd get up, walk out to the deck, and vomit over the deck. Well, it got to a point where I was so scared that I was going to choke that I forced one of my roommates to come out with me in case I stopped breathing. Like, that's how bad it was. You probably should have went to the hospital. I probably should have went to the hospital. Well, anyway, that lasted about a day and a half, and I was recovering for the next two days by Monday. I feel like I was pretty much good. I I, I was okay. Well, cut to about six months later and I remember we're sitting around in the same living room and we're like, Hey, you remember that time I got sick as hell? And they're like, yeah. I was like, I felt like I almost died that day. He's like, dude, you were like horrible. I was like, yeah. Wasn't that when swine flu was going around? And we're like, yeah. Right. I was like, did I fucking contract swine flu and just <laughs> and just powered through that? I've heard this story before, but it's yeah. so funny and funny. Dude, I <laughs> to this day, I still think that I contracted swine flu and just powered through it like an idiot. Oh my god. At least mine I had I went to the doctor, mind you, when you can't keep food down for a this, week. This this story right here is a perfect example of what you were talking about twenty minutes ago, Anthony, of why Coronavirus is going to kill America. No, I didn't because see anybody. The only person, 
Dude, the only person that could have got infected was Alan. And, and he, he could have went somewhere and gave it to somebody else, yeah. and they could have gave it to now, three Now, to be fair, get it. To We're be fair, that's not what I said, Ken. I, I say a lot of shit, but I didn't say that America... My issue is that, like, if the government stepped in and said, God, stay in your houses, the first response by a lot of people are, fuck yourself, no, I'm gonna first, go out and yeah, get no, my lotto tickets, you son of a bitch. No, the first response would be for my cold dead hands, would be cold what it is. Pull the virus from me from my cold dead hands. Yeah, that's exactly. As long as you washed them, I don't care. But yeah, no, no, I'm smarter than that now. Yeah, I'll fully <laughs> yeah, but admit. There, but there's I a lot of people idiot. who were as dumb as you were then. Well, also, per- I think- perhaps I was the reason the swine flu started. <laughs> I, I, but I'd say like the bigger issue is that like in Canada, it wouldn't have been a question to go to hospital. We would have just gone at the point where we're, like too far in. And the fact well, that yeah, you, you have guys to pay, gotta, you guys ain't got to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. And that's just it. Like it's going to yeah. spread in America because people are going to go. I don't want to go to the hospital because I don't want to pay money. Like yeah. I couldn't. Uh-huh. I can't afford my hundred dollar deductible, even yeah. though I'm paying four hundred dollars a week in insurance. Yeah. In two in two thousand nine, I did not have health insurance, guys. Yeah, that's an even so, bigger thing. Yes, yeah. I don't even so, know what that means. Because I feel like you end up having to pay for it anyways. Why the fuck would you have insurance? So if I didn't have insurance, it would have cost me around fifty to sixty thousand dollars. If I yeah. did have insurance, it would cost me about two thousand dollars. That makes no goddamn sense at all. Welcome to Ain't That America. I'll give you. I'll give you an example. Go, people want choice. Uh, yeah, choice to not die would be a good one, but apparently I, that's not the, the table. I'll give you an example, Anthony. When my son was born. He was in the NIC unit um, for, I want to say, two weeks. The NIC unit is $10,000 a day. I fucking hate your country. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> oh, but it's, the wait times about... in Canada are really bad. No, they're not. Not that bad. It, it takes more time to earn the 10000 than it does to wait, so waiting is much better. Here, here's the thing, and this is the question. I don't bring up politics at all because I don't, I don't want to hear your politics. You don't want to hear mine. That's the reason why I don't bring it up. But I will say this: their heart was in the right place when they made the Affordable Health Care Act. They did it in the wrong way. They wanted to make insurance affordable. That doesn't help anybody. What they need to do? Why does it cost ten thousand dollars a day for a child to be in that unit? There is no freaking reason why it costs that much there is a reason because they can then we need then the united states government needs to step in and say hey you have the best (laughs) you you have the best medical system because everybody from around the world comes here to get the to make the money that's the reason why. exactly i know you gotta make that money boy uh... give me that money boy yeah, things on the things on the things on the. Um, so what I've been fondling this week. Go for it. Uh, so I played uh, Overwatch. Did you do your placements. Uh, I did my placements the day before the season ended. <laughs> oh, so you did season twenty's placements. I, I did do the placements for season twenty. I didn't play any this past season. Um, I did do season twenty's placements. I did a uh, tank for this season twenty one. So no Orissa because she's banned. Uh, it, for the entire season or just the week? I thought they were just, just doing weekly just bans. Week. It's okay. Week. Well, I don't play Orissa anyway, so um, but I did that. Um, I played some more Monster Hunter World. 
playing some Iceborne. Um, uh, some more Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Anthony was giving you shit earlier. In the show. Yeah. I mean, you can you can totally do that because yeah, where are you now, Drew? I am Pass the goddamn tutorial. <laughs> ass. I'm doing the mission with the uh, with uh, Seamus. Okay. Uh, all right. So I, I, I've Aaron. Found, you mean? Yeah, that guy. I found out his 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 sister may not be dead. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, That's not the one I told you to do, but I, I know, know it's on the way. It's on. It tells me that we you haven't played much since fucking Thursday. That's not true. Okay, you keep saying that, like, but you obviously you're getting sidetracked. <laughs> well, there's stuff I have on the map that, that I would like to get. <laughs> you don't get to play the game you want, though, how you want to play it, Drew. You got to play it the way Anthony does. No, play it. no, because we're supposed to do a podcast about it. What are we going to talk about? We how many more stuff? We <laughs> I did because I played more. So, how many hours are you in? Oh God, you're asking me a question I don't keep track of. It's right there on top. Whenever you pause the game, it's right Hold there. On. I will fucking turn it on, then, asshole. Okay, because <laughs> I'm twelve. Talking. I'm twelve hours into this game. Twelve hours? Yes. Pretty good. So don't tell me nothing. Don't tell me nothing. But I will tell My you one house. thing. I booted up uh, Glass Masquerade Two. That is very good. I told you that. It's so freaking good. I told you. Why is this jigsaw puzzle weird thing good? It's the music. You know that music is pretty awesome. That music, like every time I, I hear I, that music, I'm like, I want to, I want to turn some pieces. I will. I am not going to lie to you. I did YouTube the soundtrack. <sighs> it's it's creepy. It's creepy music. Hear this music. The, uh, Phoenix Down episode of <laughs> Glass Masquerade. <laughs> we no. don't need the Phoenix Down. I done beat both of them. There we go. We got our next co-host. It's, I'll just go come and be like, it's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> How do you talk about Glass Masquerade? Yeah. And what are you going to talk about for 20 minutes? Like, you remember that one time where there was that one piece kind of looked like a half moon? Holy shit, I couldn't figure out where that went. And then it went in the middle, and it was like, oh my God, it's a clown. Yep. That clown. was the joke. <laughs> God. It was a clown. I, I run jokes into the ground, Anthony. That's how this works. That's this whole podcast. That's this whole podcast. <laughs> like, that should be the name of this podcast. 600 episodes of Running Jokes in the Ground. Yeah, but I'm into the ground. But um, yeah. I other than that, uh, not not much. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm I'm slow on my reviews. I have yet to review Kentucky Route Zero. You didn't play Final Fantasy VII remake. I did play the Final Fantasy VII remake demo. I yeah, totally we talked about, about that earlier. That. It was pretty good. Yeah. So everybody here enjoyed it. Yeah, I I had a good time. Oh, I would. I will play that game when it comes out. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I think I will as well. The thing is, the thing is Sony, Sony's got you. Because like you, you're going to play it when it comes out, which means you're going to have to continue on PlayStation. I, do, do you? Yeah. I mean, is it coming to Xbox? Have they said it is? Yeah, it's only a year exclusive. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that, that kind of stuff does not bother me. Like, I mean, I, I got the Far Cry's. Far Cry what? 3 I own on PC, Far Cry 4 I own on PS4, and but Far Drew, Cry 5 I own on P- Xbox. What if Final Fantasy 7 2 Remake 2? How, what, would you, what the fuck would you call it? Final Fantasy 7 Part 2? Part 2. What if it comes out on PS5 and not PS4? Uh, oh, 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 you gotta buy PS5 now, son. Do I, though? Yeah. 
Because you can't continue your game. Oh, so you have to carry your save over? Well, I mean, it's a one game, right? I mean, not particularly. Yes, it is. We were having, we were having this game. discussion. We were having this discussion earlier of how the fuck they're going to manage to make three game, three plus games or whatever, and carry your stuff over. Yeah, you don't just like continue with none of your shit. I'm willing to bet that there is a way that you can buy part two of Final Fantasy VII and say, "Would you like to have your character leveled up to the proper level?" That's stupid. Well, that's what they do in The Witcher. That's, that's for DLC. Doesn't matter. You might as well call this shit DLC. It's not DLC. It's the rest of the fucking game. That you know, I think that that irks me. It's such a it's such a stupid thing to be mad about. But it irks me so bad that they're just calling this Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, like, it's not the whole game. Call it part one because it's clearly not the whole game. But then that runs into the what are you going to call part two? I mean, they could easily just like, you know, this is obviously going to take place all in Midgar. So they could have called it Final Fantasy VII colon Midgar. And the next one is Final Fantasy VII colon, I don't, I don't know. Nobody remembers what happened after Midgar. Temple been, of the Ancients. Fucking 20 Cosmo years. Canyon. Fucking Golden okay. Saucer. They have a Golden Saucer. Golden yeah. Saucer. It's just a mini game collection. Yeah. And dating fun. sim. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they put that out, you know, like in the two and a half year mark in between this two and three. God, I'm okay. Drew, what? <laughs> don't give them ideas. With a $300 special edition. <laughs> Drew, 26 hours. You have put 26 hours into it? No, I lied. Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. So he's 14 hours ahead of you in case you want me to do the math. I know. I, I can understand that. He's played it more than twice as much as you have. How long is this game supposed to be? I beat it in 30 hours because I'm not an insane person that's going to do everything. I'm not doing everything, but I mean, I don't know. Drew sees a shiny object and Drew goes and finds it. I mean, I I don't have time to do everything in video games anymore. So I just finish them. It's pretty amazing. Fine, just... I'll, I'll mainline it. You know, I th- I still think I'm the only person on this podcast. What is it? Twenty plus years later, I don't know when the game came out that has actually finished Skyrim, like the main quest. Oh, see, I stopped playing Skyrim like an hour and a half into it because I went, you know, I had more fun with Oblivion. Well, I'm saying that like I've played that game less than everybody on this show, but I'm the only person that's seen credits. That's fair. So, uh, yeah, I've never beat Skyrim. Yeah, I actually beat Skyrim. I finished it. I got to the end of the game. Else. I put, Fallout I put 4? close to yeah. I finished Fallout Four. Okay, Good. I, uh, I uh, much smaller. I put about twenty hours in that game before I went and talked to the Greybeards. I I killed the dragon eight Is it eight point or seven point uh, It don't matter. I killed the dragon. That's what fucking matters. Yeah. I finished Skyrim. I saw them credits row. You guys didn't talk about any um any drama that went on this week, did you? No. Drama. No. Oh, you're talking about that thing. Yeah. Nah, fuck that guy. Okay. I was about to say the drama that's that we've been talking about in our email chain for the past four days. Nah, fuck that guy. It, I don't even want to give him attention. Fuck him. No, no. I No, we talked about, mostly about the virus. Because, you know, fucking GDC got canceled and we're talking about how we may not see the consoles this year because, you know, people can't make them if they ain't going to work. 
It's true. It's wild, man. We, yeah. we, I've, I've told, I said E3 should just use this as an excuse not to have E3. I mean, at this point, if it don't clear up in the next 30 days or so, they've got to cancel that show. I mean, they have to. I think they're too headstrong to do that. Yeah, but what's what's going to happen is all these people are going to pull out. I know, but people have already pulled out, and they're like, "We're good, we're good." And the only like, thing are you the only people the only people that have pulled out company wise is Sony. None of the other companies have pulled out yet. I I just I have a feeling this is oh it's gonna it's going to happen. I'm not telling you it's life. not. It's going to happen, but so far it's just Sony. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. It's Sega. <laughs> yeah, it is. We're going, we're going back to the old jokes. Yeah, I mean, we ain't got no new ones, so why not? Yeah, that's true. Puzzle Quest. We got a couple tweets. I can read those now. Got a Samsung. I mean, we got I mean, we got sidetracked on rainbows, toilets, and unicorns for like 20 minutes. So there's wow. that. Wow, okay. That was worth every minute. It was. Um, I think I'm gonna buy that game. How did, yeah, I was gonna say, how do you sell me on a game that I had zero interest in? <laughs> yeah, you get to shoot fucking everything. You get to shoot the salt guy meme. I'll play that game. Mark says, "I pre-ordered Neo Two. I love the first game. Don't seem to have the same amount of time or patience as I did three years ago. Doom Eternal releases the following week, however. I I, I don't need no patience for Doom." I'll just murder. Speaking of Doom, is that the only quest that's actually worth a crap? Ain't none of them worth a shit. I was about to say, man. They 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 killed the points so bad that I don't even care. I was about to say, I was like, I downloaded Doom. I was like, I'll, I'll do that one maybe. But... I- I did the Final Fantasy one because all I had to do was load the game up, sell two Phoenix Downs, and then quit. Yeah. Because it gave me 2,000 gil for selling two Phoenix Downs, and I didn't even save it. But, I mean, for 10 points, I ain't putting no effort into this shit. I did Doom. I did nine kills. I think you gotta do 50. And I love playing that game, but I really am not gonna grind 50 barrel kills for 10 points. Yeah. I'm just not. It's, like, the point values... Like, do you even see the big one? The one that was worth 1,000 last month is now worth 100. Yeah. Fuck that. What, well, man, talk about just... I guess they, they realize, oh, crap, everybody's doing these. We need to... We're going to lose our ass. <laughs> we're going to give away a bunch of free money. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm Until they it fix right it, I don't, I don't care. I don't think... I think it's going to be from now on, boss. I mean, 10 points to log in every day, it's not worth my time. My time is more precious than 10 points because it takes, what, 1600 to get a dollar twenty-five. Yeah. So I would have to log in. Fuck. I mean, like 160 days to get a dollar and 25 cents. <laughs> like, nah, fuck that, dude. Nah. I, uh, yeah. Man, just completely took the wind out of ourselves. Did. I mean, we, we, we didn't we even both... talk about the. We didn't even talk about the tweet. Oh well, the the tweet was Neo, going Neo for two. Neo Neo two rather Neo than two. Doom or no? He pre-ordered Neo two and he just doesn't know if he has the patience to play it again. That game we talked about in releases. It's out on Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't see nobody talking about that game. I don't either. I don't either. Jay finally asked me about it and asked if anybody was taking it. I was like, I didn't even know it was out. Nick, I didn't play it. the first one, so 
I played the first one for like three hours, I think. It's one of those. Yeah, I don't like those anymore. I don't I don't like those anymore. I would like one that gave me a difficulty option. Because I'm tired. I just um, don't have the time, yeah. Yeah. You want you want a funny news story? I'll give you a funny news story. I forgot to bring this up because nobody else is talking about it. You remember the Sony PlayStation? Or the uh Nintendo PlayStation? Sure, yeah. It was on eBay being auctioned. Oh really? I didn't know that. I don't think it was yeah. eBay, it was Heritage, I believe. Uh I think they moved it to eBay because oh. so here's here's kind of the history of what happened. So somebody had it and they were offered somebody offered him a million dollars for it. And he said, I'm going to auction it instead because I feel like I can get more money. Oh, that's, I can see this coming a mile away. Yeah, so he auctioned it. It ended up selling for $300,000. Ooh. You want to know who bought it? I bet you, I, I'll let you guess if you don't know the answer to who you think bought it. I know who bought it. Norman Reedus. No, but it is kind of that wacky. The founder of Pets.com. Purchased the Nintendo PlayStation, and the per- the reason that he purchased it is that he intends to open a gaming museum. Which is what all these people say when they buy something like this. Just I mean, fair. But... I, I, I would hope you're going to do something like that because it's not like you can fucking play it. So, so first of all, last time we talked about this, Ken, you said there's multiples in existence. There were multiples. I think they destroyed all the others. Yeah, there's. Like, this is the one now. How did this guy also, acquire this one? He he had someone that were like somebody in the family worked at the place that had it. Like it was in a closet of all things. Huh. I remember that, the story about how it was found. It was it's it's like the ultimate like what did we stumble up? Oh shit, I know what this is. But um three hundred thousand dollars. But so so here's the thing though. He was offered a million. I don't know if that million was when it was announced that they had found it. Because if it was when they announced that they had found it, that offer may have been made for him not to dump any of the materials and for not to not have like Ben Heck tear it apart and like make schematics of everything. Like they have that whole thing documented. And some of these people that have money will pay out for you not to disclose any of that. I mean, who Um, cares? you're, You're right. (laughs) <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's the same thing with people who uh, buy prototypes for a lot of money to not have them dumped. Uh, just, it's owning something that no one else can have. Well, and, like the Wu Tang record. Yes, it's very much like that. It, it's it's this weird thing where they they buy these prototypes for a lot of money and they just sit on them. Uh, I mean, it's and with prototypes, it's even less interesting because it's literally just a cart with a basic sticker on it, or sometimes just even the board with an EEPROM with a sticker on it. Like it's, it's nothing, but it's because there's something on there that no one else has. That's what has the value. So before this was dumped, it may have been worth that to the buyer, but then afterwards, you know, and the guy did the thing that he thought was right and had some art and see if like pull all the information off it that they could and all that stuff so i I give the guy credit because that might have been a scenario that he just might not talk about because he didn't want it to be put into the hands of a private owner and have nothing on you know record about it people have way too much money oh for sure i would i still think three hundred thousand is 
a lot for or something that doesn't even play video games. Well, it plays video games. You can play Super Nintendo games or Super Famicom games. Who's going to play a game in this thing that they paid three hundred thousand dollars? Exactly, I know. I wouldn't stick anything in it. I put it in like a hermetically sealed bag. You wouldn't. You wouldn't stick anything in it, huh? No. Are you trying to go for a dick joke? That was indeed a dick joke. Okay, just making sure. It wasn't good. But no, it was terrible. This podcast. <laughs> you, you, you. That's right. If I'm going inducted. down, I'm pulling you off. You've been inducted into the, the Joe Hall of Fame. It's a dick <laughs> joke. Uh, We've never done one of those on the show. 600 episodes. We've never done one. Nope. Yeah, that's a, that's a damn lie. <laughs> but uh, so what made you come up with this? Was there a tweet about this or? Yeah, I just saw it go across my feed. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, there you go. You got greedy. Three hundred, but still three hundred thousand dollars for that thing. I just if I if I had a lot of money, that is not what I do with it. No, no. Oh. Anyway, Lock a Man says tweets says hello, gents. Trust you are all well. Following on from the last week's tweet, I am loving Yakuza Zero. The dialogue is so well written and balanced, even if it's my first Yakuza game. What is the correct story order to play all of the Yakuza games, including the Kiwamis? Of course. Thanks. Zero Kiwami, Kiwami 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Kiwami, one and, Kiwami and Kiwami 2 are just 1 and 2. Yes. Kiwami, is, uh, Kiwami means extreme in Japan. It's fucking extreme. There's a tiger in the second game. It was it was uh, in the original boss, and then I, was it I don't the know first where. One? Yeah, no, no, it was in the original, not just Kiwami version. Why well, I know that I'm just saying there's a fucking tiger. I don't know where Judgment fits in, but it's in there. Judgment somewhere. is not. It's it not, is technically part. It's of... It's in the same universe, the but it's not part of. It's not Q part of the storyline, but I don't know if it takes. Like I don't know if it takes place in a certain time frame between. I really wish they wouldn't have called it Yakuza Seven because it's not Kiryu story anymore. That kind of bothers yeah. me. Isn't it called like a dragon in, in um, Japan? In Japan no, that's, yeah, that's... it's not called Yakuza 7. It's Well, it's all like a dragon. All of them are like that in Japan. Ah, okay. Yeah, because that's just, the American name. We finished... Cos- but Cosmo's in he Yakuza He makes 7. a cameo for like ah, a second, I think. Gotcha. He's not in the story. Okay, well, it looks interesting, I'll say that. I'm sure it'll be a great game. Judgment was a great game. Nerve it has that. nothing to do with some of the summon the crayfish. Have you seen yeah. that? That's yeah, great. The, the summoning you just phone in crayfish fall from the sky or, or whatever they are shrimp. When they fall, does it does does it does the dude say it's cray cray in a good way? This is the sure. second time I've thought about quitting this podcast. <laughs> what was the first one again? I don't remember. I don't remember. It was bad though too. <laughs> I mean. That's what I'm known for. Yeah, well, that and having a shitty you, opinion about video games. But that, you, you, you have those, and I have bad dick. All right, that's a bad dick. Drew has a Samsung. He does. He does have a Samsung. Uh, he loves his Samsung, and that's fine. This has been a mess of a podcast. They make very quality TVs. Very quality TV. That's that's a ringing endorsement. Bad English. <laughs> They make very quality TVs. <laughs> I bet if you asked an English teacher, they'd say that that was totally fine. Um, I'm pretty sure they would not. No, and if they did, they shouldn't be teaching English. 
They make quality TVs. They make high quality TVs. Not they make very quality TVs. Quality is a no. It's not the quality that we have the problem with. It's the very yeah. (laughs) Well, you have to inflict on the quality. That's not not, inflict is not the word you want. It's the wrong word. (laughs) I want to say. That Samsung makes very good TVs. Well, that's the better there way to go. go. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one you want. But don't inflict your opinion on me. I will inflict all kinds <laughs> of opinions on you. Don't oh, that's tell me. Don't tell me nothing. <laughs> don't tell me what I can't do. I know oh, what I can't do. Pretty much everything. That's me anyway. I'll tell you, one of the best jokes I think we've ever done on this podcast is is when um, they were talking about the Kinect first coming out. Ken, I think you know where I'm going with this. Oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Uh, the Kinect was first coming out, and there was about a r- bunch of rumors going around. And Ken read off a news story saying that uh, the uh, Kinect would not be able to read sign language. And Ken said, well, no shit. How can you play it if you're b- uh, blind? And R- <laughs> Ryan said, uh, sign language is for the deaf, not the blind. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, you know, I can't hear you. You see, I'm blind. <laughs> you see, I'm blind. I can't hear you. I, there's, been, there's been, like, when you're, when you're going through and reading things, like, I still remember the time I mispronounced um, one of the fucking philosopher names. I can't remember what it was. Socrates? <laughs> no, it wasn't Socrates, but it was one of those kind of philosophers. Assassin's Creed DLC. And I remember yeah. reading it, and I said it phonetically. And that's not how you pronounce it. And then Brian just said, so you mean this guy? And I was like, oh, no shit. That's how you say his name. <laughs> it's just when you're reading and trying to be, to make like a podcast, you know what I mean? You're trying to inflict properly. Yeah. You're trying to inflict. <laughs> this is the wrong word. <laughs> uh... I'm trying to inflict my will upon the audience. I like it when these shows go off the rails. I miss Gambus. <laughs> just dumbest shit that he would ramble off into, and you're just like, dude, do you smell burnt toast? Because I think you're having a stroke. If Walt Disney and Adolf Hitler made a psychological thrill ride through a secular hell, that game would be Bioshock. I mean, is he is he wrong? What a colorful way to put it. That's what he said, but it's like... That's what he, he said. Is he wrong, though? No. He's not wrong. I don't know where Hitler comes into it, but okay. I mean... A, a Disney ride through a secular hell would make more sense than the, the Hitler thing. Bro- well, you see, Gambus was, was kind of broken <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so, he said some things. I mean, there's stuff you didn't hear, Anthony. I you I've been told there's podcasts that don't exist. Well, no, the pod, there's a podcast that doesn't exist, but there are pieces of podcasts podcast that don't exist either that I had to cut because Gamba said something that he didn't necessarily mean in that way. But no, I don't think he has a mean bone in his body. No, absolutely not. No, Gambus I've known is the man, teddy bear. I've known the man for almost thirty years, and I've only seen him pissed off one time. And yeah. that's a great story. Yeah, that's. I... 
gonna throw you through a window? He's gonna throw him through a motherfucking window. I was like, please just do it away from my TV. Your I, Samsung? I, yeah, I had a big. It was the. It was you know a four by three. Oh God! <laughs> That's how long ago this was. <sighs> Good Lord, I miss that boy. I do too. He's getting up to almost. He's getting close to fifty now. I think. Is he? Forty-five. He might be forty-five. I mean, he's getting there though. How's Boogeyman? I actually asked about him yesterday because he deleted his Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, de- he deleted his Twitter. Yeah, and I texted Ryan, and he said he was doing good. Said he'd lost a bunch of weight and doing good. So. Oh, good. Yeah. I like to try to keep tabs on how everybody's doing. There's only yeah. one person that won't answer me. So. I think that's I think that's all I got. This was a fun show. I don't care what you say, Anthony. Oh no, like, it's a disaster. I, it was fantastic. I love. For us. I can't imagine listening. But I love the, for us. <laughs> the disaster. Like our audience has come to know that the disaster shows are usually the better shows. Yeah. It was weak in the first act where it was only me, but as soon as Drew came in, that's so I could make fun of him. Great. We we inflicted the living shit out of the show. Oh, see, this is how it works. This joke is only like twenty like twenty seconds old, and he's already ran it into the ground. Yeah, dude, that horse has been dead for like fifteen minutes. I know. <sighs> but we're anyway, good at it, man. Podcast That's the email address. If you emails, I right, we got two this week. By the way, Drew, you weren't here for them. Man. You missed Antonio calling it the Toyota virus. Do you, do you get that joke? Anthony did not get it until I okay. got to the end of the email. Toyota virus. Think about the cars. I mean, they make a Corolla. There you go. There you go. Corolla it, virus? The Corolla virus. <laughs> Put it together. Coronavirus. I mean, Corolla just... coronavirus. We can't call it coronavirus either because that's just a type of virus. It's COVID. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. If uh, someone had thoughts that their government was coming after them, that would definitely be the name of some sort of horrible operation when they release a chemical in the air that kills people. Just saying. At N4G podcast. <laughs> If you want to tweet at us. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Anthony is not on Twitter because he hates people. Uh, Drew is at... They don't uh, wash their uh, fucking hands. It's gross. Drew's not on the show enough for me to be used to saying his new Twitter handle yet. So <laughs> it's that Drew Leachman. That's what it's at, right? That's my name. Yeah, it's at his name. DMO Fury's dead. Long live DMO Fury. Yeah. You can follow me at ZTGD. The site is ZTGD content. And Phoenix down. Drew's trying to play fucking... Horizon Zero Dawn, but he's not playing enough, according to Anthony. Uh, okay, not. listen, it, it's not even <laughs> according to me. It literally, like, let's talk about what happened. And Drew's like, well, I got up to here. It's like, well, that's like a whole mission ahead of where we were last week. Drew, thanks. You can follow them as ETGD Phoenix down on Twitter. Yeah. You can send them emails. Please do. Listen to I mean, the show. people have played this game, like... <laughs> Me and Drew are the first, are the ones that didn't. So that's crazy to me. I, yeah. yeah, you gave it to me for free. I know. Back when it came out, and you're just now playing it. I'm just now playing it. Three years later. Yeah, you could have bought it for forty cents. 
or have it on your hard drive for free. And That's then true. finally boot it up whenever. When you save that 40 cents to inflict pain upon your Samsung devices, mm-hmm. they are very quality. That's right. You guys, yeah, no, you guys don't need not, to make fun of me. I, I survived freaking swine flu. That's true. I don't know. He was patient. Maybe this is just, maybe this is just a really weird feat. Drew's like the Mataba monkey. He was the it's carrier. Not, maybe this is your eternal Sonata. Oh. So I'm actually already dead. Yes. Great. This is what heaven's like? God. No, this is the this is the him dying in bed. <laughs> this is like the two seconds before I die. It just feels like a lifetime. Huh? Without wonder, RPG combat, you're yeah. starting to you're starting to get me into this like what if scenario in my head. Like, if this is the best my imagination could come up with as I'm dying, fuck my imagination. I don't know. It's pretty detailed. I've been running at it for quite a few years. <laughs> get my brain credit for something. It's better than worrying about ants in the bed or a raccoon or <laughs> something true. like that. Man, it's true. Rocky, Rocky yeah, raccoon, really he's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, we need to go. Why? Just, just get out of the bed. <laughs> just, just get. Out. I don't want to tell you exactly why. I don't want to tell you. We gotta go. What is it? It's ants. Okay, just get up. <laughs> what fucking ants? <laughs> There's ants. Ants in the pants. I don't know why I was afraid. I was afraid to to tell my wife that there was ants in the bed. (laughs) Excuse me. I was afraid to tell my wife that there was imaginary ants in the bed because I was afraid she was going to freak out and then wake up imaginary people that were around (laughs) us. When we could simply just get up out of the bed, like I was saying, and not disturb anybody that was around us. The madness of, of having to tell someone to get out of bed without reason because you don't want to wake up the crazy people that don't exist around you. <laughs> that was my reasoning. Like, I, 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 th- I thought I was somewhere else. Oh, Other people shit. were sleeping and there were ants coming after us. Oh my god. I don't know why that can make me laugh like every time. Because it's crazy. <laughs> I'm an insane person. It is definitely. It's uh, definitely bonkers. Anyway, that's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you made it this far, I'm sorry. <laughs> but we'll be back next week. I don't know who's. Anthony's not here, so, you know, putting the call out. You're going to have to put the call out to somebody else. I'm going to be out of town. Of course oh, you so are. God damn it, Drew. I'd almost half expect there not to be a show next week. Try to get yes. Gambas on. Right. What what right. number is next week? Five ninety four. Okay, we're getting we're still on at six. I can't say like six hundred. If it's six hundred, like fuck my fuck my plans. I suppose. Six hundred. Yeah, I'm not gonna miss that one. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, hold them to that. Don't like, think, if as long as I don't get coronavirus, I'm going to be on that show. If you get coronavirus, you should definitely be on the show because it's not like you can fucking go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, but I may not feel like talking. I don't call if I. But it should. What you should say is if somebody at work doesn't cancel their shift on me last minute. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's definitely more likely. Yeah, I just, they I don't just even have to have coronavirus. They just, just, I'm not coming in today for I'm some just, for I'm some freaking fine. reason. That's fine. Yeah, it's always fun. Anyway, 
We'll see if there's a show next week. Hell, I don't know. But this show for this week is over, so peace out. Buck, buck, baka. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.